This is a podcast from Minute Media. Welcome to the Can I Steal You for a Second podcast, a Bachelor podcast and part of the Fansided Podcast Network. Everybody, it's Thanksgiving week. It's just about hometowns time. I love when it times up when all of us are home visiting family for the holidays. Makes it feel a little more connected. Michelle's narrowed it down to four and we are ready to talk all about this week's episode. Natalie, I feel like we've we've been a little complainy, a little grumpy this season, but we're back on track. This week was such a good episode. Yeah, I agree. I think part of the reason which we'll get to was the group date was fun. It wasn't a stupid kind of grasping at straws activity or something where the men had to fight. So that goes a long way. And I agree. I think this week was super fun. And I'm hyped for hometown. So I think my energy is up just knowing that it's about to come. Absolutely. I feel like I still did not have my time to be like, okay, I know everyone's names. It went from who is that on my screen to they opened this week's episode talking about hometowns. When did that happen? I don't know. It's almost December. I really think that um, COVID has just warped all sense of time and space for me. So they brought it back this week. They heard me loud and clear. I love the students. I love bringing the kids in. And I thought it was really, really funny that they let the kids pick a date this week. And I think it's very telling how someone interacts with kids or someone that maybe they don't have a lot of common with who were your standouts of the men interacting with the kids Hmm, I feel like all of them did a pretty good job of course Clayton kind of had the leg up and he already kind of said it to the cameras of like they're picking the dates they're picking who's winning so obviously I'm gonna get on the good side of these kids which I feel like no one went above and beyond. He was kind of the only one who was like, all right, let's do an activity kind of thing. So I got to give it to Clayton. Obviously, he only did it to get the one-on-one, which he did. But I mean, it's a game. So he did his job. He did his job. He did it well. And it did feel genuine. I don't think Mm -hmm. he was like putting on a brave face. I was absolutely dying at how quickly the kids absolutely read Martin like a book. Yes. They came for him. They dragged that man. They called him a show off. They said he wore too much cologne. <laughs> I used to believe that the producers had any say in this. I am buying in that this was completely unbiased opinion from the kids. And we can get more into Martin later because what a mess. But I was like, kids, no, it's like kids and dogs when they don't like Mm -hmm. someone. It's so telling because they are unfiltered, unbiased, and they pick up on the vibe. So shout out the kids for uh, calling him a show off, which I feel like is the utmost insult at like 10 years old. (laughs) Absolutely. I feel like Martin out of all of them would be the person to not know how to get along with kids or talk to kids because his whole thing is like, I'm blunt. I tell it how it is. So he doesn't seem like he's entertaining children, which annoying. He's just annoying. He's the worst. He's the worst. Kids loved Olu. They loved Rodney. Had great energy. Clayton built the fort, which is Mm -hmm. an obvious way for kids. And he won the one-on-one. So, which was also charming. Again, I refuse to believe the producers had any say in this entire episode. It was run (laughs) by the kids. Yeah. But the kids, air quotes, put together a date for Michelle and Clayton and they get picked up in a limo with pizza and candy. 
and just the the innocence of it all was very very charming I agree I think it was really cute and I feel like if I was in that situation and this was the date I was on I would be having a blast I'd be like oh my god my inner child is thriving right now my adult is thriving right now like this is just an all-around good time so that was really cute and tell me how I was absolutely tearing up like the sucker I am (laughs) when they're at the museum and they have like the child's voice narrating Mm. the planets and whatnot and it was I don't know like you said your inner child comes out and I think for a fleeting moment I forget that they're on tv to become influencers and there's producers. It just felt like the most authentic date we've seen in a while, especially with all of these COVID seasons. Like people go on to the museum on a date. It just felt very genuine and having the kids mixed in, I think kept it very, very humble. And I liked it a lot. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. And I think this was kind of, this might've been the best one-on-one this season, just because they actually went and did something. They had an an activity to go on. And yeah, like you said, people go to museums. That's fun. That's something to do. So it was definitely really fun to watch. And we just like hard pivoted at the dinner part of the day because I'm like, wow, this is going great. I'm so charmed by Clayton and the Mm -hmm. kids and Michelle. And actually she's like, you know what? I'm really not feeling this. I did not see that coming. All spoilers aside, yeah, I felt like I misread all the vibes on that date or I, I don't know. I just feel like there weren't, he felt like he was going to be final four just based yeah. on what vibes I was picking up on. And they start the queue up the ominous music. <laughs> I was like, Oh no, this is spiraling fast. And she sent him home. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. I read spoilers and I'm still shocked. <laughs> I was surprised too. Like you said, their date at the museum, I thought they both were having a great time. I was having a good time watching. So it was enjoyable for me at least. But yeah, once they started talking at dinner, I could kind of tell she was kind of like drifting off, not really paying attention because she wanted to end it, which that sucks. That does not seem like a fun position to be in. But it was interesting because he was kind of talking about like, oh, you know, I care about what people think. And that's something that I'm working on. And she seemed a little turned off by that, which, yes, I mean, he was honest. I don't think that would be a turnoff for me. The turnoff for me is I've never cried in my life and I've never been in love. That's that's a red flag. But saying like, I have some insecurities and I'm still working on them. But, you know, I'm here today. That's I don't know. That's fine to me. But I guess she just wasn't feeling it. And yeah, just took a turn real quick. She took a turn like 180. (laughs) So send him home. um, And something that they had to bring back, obviously, he bonded with the kids. And I was cracking up because he got two notes, you know, after he had been sent home. And he seemed very like composed, like he was upset, but whatever. And I was kind of like, all right, you don't seem that upset Mm -hmm. and he gets two notes one from one of the young boys that had he had met and one from a young girl and the boys was like dear Clayton you make a good fort and have lots (laughs) of muscles good luck in life and he was cracking up and then he reads the one from the girl and it's like I'm sure if you're reading this you're very sad and I hope you know that you will find love in life and just the disparity between like a 10 year old girl and a 10 year old boy. I was losing it. It was so funny. I know it really was. And I I definitely believe that 
the girl would probably have a bigger vocabulary. But I kept seeing on Twitter, like producers, a 10 year old's not saying genuine. That's just not something that a girl, little child, you know, no matter girl or boy would say. So I just thought that was funny. I was like, damn, you couldn't have dumbed it down a little bit, producers. Just to make it genuine at 10. Come on. Come on. It's there. There were no producers this episode. I don't know what everyone's talking about. Yeah. And I also, I I, like the whole thing was cute just because like kids are cute and everything like that. And I don't have anything against Clayton, but it was very convenient of like, okay, we have heard the reports that he's going to be the next bachelor. So of course they're giving him a bachelor edit and having this full departure because his departure from Michelle wasn't really emotional. It was kind of just like, sorry, I'm not there yet. Okay. Bye. So they had to add this full dramatized event afterwards which it's just it's funny it is funny I feel like we talk about it every week that you kind of know the ending of the movie already so Mm -hmm. there's a little bit of bias and you're watching like the departure no one gets like a next day we have these notes for you departure like Mm -hmm. maybe the producers were around for that part so (laughs) they are giving him the edit And it does make me excited for his season. I know that there were some social media photos and whatever, whatever. And it's like, I didn't know how I was going to feel about him. Mm -hmm. And he has definitely, I understand the charm. So I take back a little bit of my complaining, not all of it, but I can see the charm and why he really does have that main character energy, I guess. Anyway. (laughs) So the group date, you alluded to that you really liked the group date. Mm-hmm. Um, I am not a nature girly. I do not love the idea of being on a farm. Um, so it was charming to watch. But the whole time <laughs> I was like, you could not pay me to be a part of this date. Yeah, I know what you mean. And I just love to how when they were shoveling the cow poop, um, they got kind of like boots to walk around in. And Michelle is just prancing around and like, cute cowboy boots, like short shorts and a really cute shirt. And I'm like, you could not catch me. I'd be like, give me a big t-shirt or something to walk around in because I can't. (laughs) So hard because you're watching and you're like, oh, where's that top from? That's really cute. Yeah. (laughs) And then at the same time, I'm like, where's my like overalls, knee high boots. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's some like all day. I was like, you know, there was more like splatter than they yeah. alluded to. Like there was free flying bodily fluids <laughs> left and right the whole group date. Um, but it was cute to watch. And I think it's funny that everything inherently turns into a competition mm-hmm. um, that maybe shouldn't be. And the not insecurity, that's a stretch, but you could tell Nate was like, damn, I can't win at everything. He's probably yeah. used to being the tallest, most athletic person in the room. And he said, I can't beat Joe at anything. <laughs> and I loved seeing him be humbled a little bit because he kind of has coasted through the season and he seemed humbled at the the dairy farm. Yeah, that was really funny. And I also, it was interesting and like surprising to me that Joe was the one who was good at everything just because, I mean, to our knowledge, he doesn't have any farming background. He's just, you know, a basketball player from Minnesota like Michelle. So that was really surprising to me that he was just fully in and knew exactly what he was doing. Like, I need some backstory there. Like, does his like grandma have a farm or something? I need to know. I think he said that later in the episode. He was oh, like, really? Well, actually, my grandparents had a dairy farm. So like, 
it's tradition. I was like, oh, you're really sad on that one. Okay. Noted. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, it was, he was funny. I really do love Rodney. Yeah. Um, he seems like such a sweet person. He was having fun with it. So really no good vibes all around. It seems like a good group of guys. We don't really have the bromance that we've seen in the past couple seasons of like friendships forming, Mm -hmm. but it seems like such a great group of guys for Michelle, obviously with the exception of Martin, because point blank, could this man suck any harder if he went on this season with the intention to be the worst man on primetime television this season? What a mess. Yeah, he's terrible. I wish she eliminated him last week when they had kind of that awkward conversation. But I know they they did have a one on one. But the one on one was awkward as well. He was just not I don't know. He did not seem like he was trying to pursue Michelle. He seemed like he was just there to chill. And that was the same for for last night. He's absolutely the worst. The worst. He uh, uses a lot of like I know gaslighting is like trendy and people use it wrong, Mm -hmm. but all of his phrases are like textbook. I'm going to make you out to be the crazy person. That's not what I said. Things like, you know, it's a miscommunication. Mm -hmm. He's saying things like you're putting words in my mouth. Buddy, we'll roll the tape back. No, she's not. Um, Huge red flag. And I think that Michelle seems very kind and screams Midwest energy. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad she put her foot down and put a stop to it. Um, but how horrifying is it that she was vulnerable, spoke about, you know, trauma and life experiences as a black woman, mm-hmm. especially in Minnesota. And he's like, you know, grow up, work through your trauma. <laughs> Sir, are you? No, like, correct yourself, correct yourself. He was like, no, grow up, like figure it out. How insensitive can you be? How absolutely horrifying that he said that. I wish someone, if there was ever going to be a fight this season, (laughs) that would have been the trigger. Like what an idiot, just an idiot. Yeah, absolutely. I don't understand what game he was playing whatsoever because I understand guys in the house get into fights, but why would you target the lead of the show who you're who you're trying to win over? Like, and it came out of nowhere too. He just like came out with this whole proclamation in front of the guys and obviously one of them was going to tell. It just made no sense and he tried to make her the bad guy like you said and it's like she didn't do anything. She was just sitting there listening and called him out when he was lying. And it's just the funniest and cringiest thing when people say something doesn't didn't happen and there's footage. We're going to all see it. It's like the Ivan thing coming right back. Yes. Yes. It's like, what? how? But then I'm like, maybe they are actually delusional. Yeah. <laughs> like there's people that are liars. And then I think there, there has to be people that just don't aren't aware of the words that come out of their mouth, aren't understanding just any ounce of the impact that their words have. Mm-hmm. An absolute menace. And of course, sweetest man this season, Olu comes through. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, don't, don't ruin how I see you. Please don't tell her because you know me. I'm like, team, keep your mouth shut. Mm-hmm. You're not there to stand up for her there, like let it go. And I really liked how he came forward and told Michelle. And I think he did it in a way that we don't always see where he was like, look, you know, I care about you and I don't want to make it a thing, but that's messed up. And I want you to know that he said that. 
And she was so grateful. And it was the most mature, you know, outing of someone's <laughs> in the group setting that I think I've ever seen in recent years of the show. Yeah, I agree. And it sucked that he had to go home just because, you know, we've made it this far. He's not in the final four. It sucks. But yeah, I agree. I'm always kind of like on the line of should they tell the lead what's going on or should they just let it be? I think it really depends by the situation. But I feel like this far along, maybe she would have sent him to final four hometowns and it's like absolutely he could not have. So I'm definitely glad Olu said something. Me too. And of course, I have it in my notes as I like scribble while I'm watching. And at this point, I don't know he's going home. And I was like, protect him at all costs. <laughs> and oh, it's like classic. He was the good guy, but yeah. he didn't make it through. So I'm sure his DMs are absurd. I think he'll find <laughs> love. No worries. Um, so Martin finally went home. Like you said, it's like just shades of of chaos. I feel like a fool because week over week I defended that hair. I was <laughs> like, it's his aesthetic, it's his choice. And he just completely hung me out to dry by being <laughs> an asshole. So oh man. All right. I'm glad he's gone. Good riddance. Um was a little surprised. Brandon seems normal enough. Mm-hmm. Like nice guy, normal. I'm surprised he's lasted this long. Cause he seems very I'm not sure what his character arc is right now he's just kind Mm -hmm. of there and seems like a nice person um and they threw him an absolute wild card with this (laughs) one-on-one he gets one-on-one they're getting ice cream and like oh that's cute and then they go to michelle's childhood home yeah sorry what where where did we what's going on here this just took a turn yeah i was really surprised too i don't think we've ever seen something like that especially when he got to meet her parents I know like in Peter's season, Madison met his parents pretty early on, which was also weird. So I don't know, two weird things. But (laughs) yeah, I was really surprised. And it was kind of just like, here we are and a whole tour. And he, he, so I'm with you that I was surprised he made it this far just because he doesn't seem to have like too much personality. He's just kind of nice. But I feel like maybe because he hasn't been chaotic, that's why we haven't seen much screen time because I thought he was absolutely adorable on this date, like very, very cute guy and just like very happy to do anything with Michelle, like seems very genuine. So I hope that energy stays and it's not a lie. I'm rooting for him now. So yeah, I do like him now. Yeah, it's the balance of having enough of a personality to get through all, you know, the original whatever Mm -hmm. number, but also like, okay, this is entertaining for me, but it's michelle finding love so what is wrong with a normal nice guy yeah uh you're right bring me back down to reality (laughs) she's there for love and normalcy uh super cute date and i feel like when you meet people later in life like you have your hometown homies you know you went through the braces and the bad haircuts and the middle Mm -hmm. school outfits together you've worked through that trauma you have those photos but when you meet people later in life you've only known them for such a small part yeah um And so I do love seeing old photos. I could go through and look at old photos of people that I've only met in my adult life. Hours. Like, book me for the weekend. And of course, (laughs) Michelle looked beautiful. I'm sure they picked the best ones. But, like, Mm -hmm. I did not look like that in middle school. Like, she Mm -mm. looked absolutely stunning. She looked just as beautiful as she does now. Um, Blown away. Mine would be, like, bad bangs, (laughs) clothes that don't fit. Yeah, like, too much confidence for the energy I was putting out. Michelle looked stunning. 
Yeah, she really did. And I thought it was funny, too, because like, I know she's mentioned that she was kind of awkward in high school and, you know, more of a sports girl. And I was like, you look glamorous and beautiful in those (laughs) photos. So I don't know. But I was like, Michelle, I played sports my whole life. None of my teammates or myself looked like that when we were playing. So more power to you. She looks good. Um, I was on my there were no producers high horse in this episode. Mm -hmm. But the the edit of her parents coming home while they're in the hot tub was too much. And then all of a sudden they're back in their street clothes talking to them. Come on. Continuity editors like I no, there's no way they got out of the hot tub with their hair and makeup still in place Mm -hmm. looking like that. Mm -mm. Cringy peak bachelor edit of just trying to like create drama and a funny moment that's not at all funny. It was just cringy, but Brandon held his own. At the end of the day, he held Mm -hmm. his own. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think, yeah, despite how cringy it was, because just for so many reasons, it was so cringy, but he, Sila, like genuinely just seemed so happy to be there and to be just like meeting her parents. And then he did kind of ask, you know, for permission um, if he could propose and the answer her parents gave was just like the most like bachelor parent answer ever of just like, well, if you get there and she likes you and that happens, okay. <laughs> like not the the confident answer one would hope to get in that situation. Yeah. But what else are you supposed to say? No, it's yeah. a little stranger on national television. It doesn't get weirder than a stranger meeting you and asking to marry your daughter with an entire camera crew instead of producers. Like the whole thing is just so awkward, but again, held his own good for him. Michelle seems to have it figured out. She doesn't even want to have a cocktail party. Yeah. And as we mentioned, sweet, sweet Olu goes home. RIP mm-hmm. miss him in his little red jacket <laughs> as well. Rick is someone else that seemed nice enough, kind of held his own, but I didn't have him going far. So we have our final four. Brandon, Joe, Nate, Rodney, great group of guys. Yeah. Obviously we read spoilers. We're not going to go out and make predictions and stuff, (laughs) but what we can kind of speculate as we wrap it up here is we love hometowns. That's what's next, right? Hometowns. We get to meet families. They definitely teased a moment of tension Mm -hmm. with Nate, I think, and how it said it turned into a whole family thing. Yeah, Do you think there's going to be a fight when she meets his family? What, what does that even mean? I know. I feel like the whole teaser was very tense. It seemed like, obviously, like we haven't met their parents yet. So I couldn't really match each parent or family member with the guy. Yes. But it seemed like multiple people were like, he's not ready for this. Yes. And, and very questionable about the whole thing, which, again, valid. You know, they've been doing this for a few weeks my parents would be like are you sure like um so yeah definitely valid and of course the teasers do make it seem more dramatic than it is but yeah the Nate thing definitely threw me off guard and I'm curious just to see how Michelle reacts to that because I think right now him and I would say Joe probably are the strongest contenders so if Nate's hometown doesn't go well I don't know what that'll mean I mean We'll see. (laughs) Sure, it all works out just fine. Um, Yeah, I love hometowns. I love seeing people's family. I need to know maybe other people piece it together, but whoever's dad was like, yeah, he's not ready. Yeah. Straight up. Straight up. Don't marry my son. He's not ready. 
I was like, if I was me, I would feed my parents lines. Yes. We, we love her and trust her <laughs> to make independent decisions. Like that is such a state line. Yeah. So, oh man. Hometowns. Yeah. I'm excited. It's been a minute since we had like real hometowns. So I'm yeah. so excited. Um, we'll have to see where it goes. And one last fun little thing we have to talk about before we wrap it up. Miss Katie Thurston's whatever she was doing 12 <laughs> days of messy. We haven't recorded since yes. she's been messy for 12 days. Um, <laughs> one, why? What was, what was the reason? Yeah. Um, cringy. Cringiest thing I've seen on Bachelor's Social in a minute. And then her final day of messy was her kind of alluding to she's in a new relationship she's not in a relationship like what what does that mean are you being messy intentionally and you're going to be like haha we're actually friends you guys ran wild with this or is there going to be a ring on her finger next week what what's what is she doing yeah the post that she shared kind of like the video um with Teo Shishong and all that it seemed very romantic so I, I like obviously she didn't explicitly say this is my boyfriend but like if they're kidding that's just weird at that at this point because <laughs> it seemed very genuine and I also saw that Blake is already reacting he did I think a podcast interview where he said like I don't think she cheated on me but it was emotional cheating so damn this is a thing that's been going on um that and I saw his mom has been liking comments on Instagram oh as well God. So uh, every day I'm thankful my parents are not on social media to go through and like make a mess messier, but it does seem like it's a little contentious and I think emotional cheating hurts more. Mm. I really do think it's hard, a harder pill to swallow. So um, I know we weren't Blake's biggest hype girls, yeah, but I thought it was going to last a little longer than it did. Come on, give me something here. We no, just yeah. found that out and now they're, they're done and, She's making weird Taylor Swift Instagram stories. So. I can't. The whole thing, obviously, her whole kind of brand is like messy, but she really is. And it annoys me. The one thing that I am emotional about is Zach and Tasha splitting. I didn't want to talk about it because <laughs> I'm sorry I, to bring down the mood. It's just too sad not to bring up. Usually I'm like, LOL, it's a reality <laughs> show. It wasn't going to work anyway. I'm like, haha, good for them. Like, move on. Yeah. So I loved them. I loved them so much. Um, Me too. You know, everyone loves to speculate. I've read one too many Reddit, TikTok mm-hmm. situations. Um, you know, it's, they did the whole we're taking time apart. Rip the bandaid off. Yeah. If you're listening, some advice. Rip the bandaid <laughs> off. There's no need to like, I don't know, dwell on the inevitable. I can't believe that one. Yeah. I am <laughs> truly sad about this one. I think this is really like the first bachelor breakup that I am feeling some emotions about. We're just so good together. <laughs> I know. And classic, like we're like, we love their Instagram posts. Like we don't know what they're actually yeah. like. We've never been to dinner. Um, so who knows what that'll bring. Um, it was a couple I really appreciated their journey. Mm-hmm. She had an untraditional bachelorette experience. He's overcome a lot of obstacles in his life. I don't know. I really liked their story was interesting and it was different and it's over. And so I have that, <laughs> you know, that on one shoulder, like, wow, I'm actually sad. And then Katie and Blake, I'm like, girl, get off Instagram. Stop, 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 stop. As always, ton of interesting, you know, 
I have some biases in Bachelor Nation, and that is obviously one of them. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I don't know what Katie's doing. Dang, the holidays have people acting up, acting oh, yeah. up. But for those of you celebrating Thanksgiving this week, don't act up. Be on your best behavior <laughs> at family dinner. Have fun. Um, stay safe. Everyone, you know, take care of yourself. It's been a minute since we could celebrate, I think, universally in peace and in good health. Mm-hmm. So everyone take care of yourselves. We got hometowns coming up. I'm sure y'all are at home. Enjoy time with your family and enjoy the chaos that we are about to get next week from Michelle's season. We'll catch y'all next week to uncap it all. And we'll talk to you soon.